Hi everyone, welcome to OCBC Insights, our podcast discussing the latest economic trends and developments. My name is Izian, an analyst from OCBC's credit research team. Last week, you may have heard my colleague Andrew on his recent podcast sharing that the worsening situation of the COVID-19 outbreak globally had led central banks to become accommodative, with the Federal Reserve's emergency 50 basis points rate cut on March the 3rd. In the past week, we saw treasuries falling to an all-time low, aggravated by an oil price shock, and by Thursday, global markets were on a tailspin, with credit spreads continuing to widen sharply in both the investment-grade and high-yield markets of the US, Europe, and in Asia. Corporate credit markets found it difficult to assign a right price of bonds. With markets highly volatile, many have taken a defensive stance and avoiding taking unnecessary risks in this environment. Developments on Thursday was also negatively affected by headlines coming out of corporate America, where large corporates in hard-hit sectors were drawing down on their banking facilities, raising intense questions over the credit health of bond issuers, including their ability to raise funds in tighter financial conditions and that cost of funding that is significantly higher. It did not help either that the US stock markets fell 10% in one day, marking the biggest one-day drop since 1987. While the Sing corporate bond market was shaky in the past two weeks, with market participants also defensive, we did not see similar degrees of market stress as experienced in larger bond markets. Despite what has happened in the past week, we view bonds as a shock observer to overall portfolio returns, particularly high-grade bonds which are less correlated to equity performance. As we enter into a more choppy environment for financial markets and economy, we focus on the high-grade parts of the Sing bond market and have turned overweight on senior bonds issued by issuers which we have assigned an issuer profile of neutral 3 and above. While we generally consider neutral 4 issuers to also be high-grade, at times of extreme stress, these issuers are more prone to downgrades. For instruments issued by banks, we now favour senior papers or Tier 2 capital instruments, given they have defined maturity dates. With the same corporate bond market being largely an unrated market, meaning there are no regulatory requirements for bonds to be rated by external rating agencies, at OCBC Credit Research, we maintain an issuer profile score, also known as the 7 rating scale, where we assess credit risk and assign an issuer profile to companies one by one. The score represents our views on each of their credit risks relative to other issuers in the same corporate bond space. While high-grade bonds come with lower coupons and total returns, which also tend to be lower due to their lower credit risks, these bonds pay more than government bonds and statutory bodies, such as the Housing Development Board, which are yielding, say, less than 1% for bonds with short maturities. Compared to higher yielding bonds, high-grade bonds are also less affected by market illiquidity and have lower refinancing risks at times of market stress. When conditions start improving, which, based on history, we know they would, liquidity is likely to return first to bonds that are higher on the credit curve. Under normal market conditions, 
we would have liked perpetuals issued by high-grade issuers, as this provide good yields for acceptable credit risk. However, with benchmark rates down significantly, these are not normal times, and perpetuals now face significant risk of non-call at their first call dates. On Thursday, my colleague Hongwei shared on his podcast the reasons why we have turned underweight on the perpetual asset class. Despite the rebound of risk sentiments on Friday, we do not think corporate credit markets have recovered, with the market still prone to flip between risk-on and extreme risk-off. This means we may still not be at the absolute lowest point to bottom fish. However, at OCBC Credit Research, we find it more useful to think about who the quality issuers are within the sing bond space and to start positioning for that, rather than wait out for the absolute bottom, which is anyone's guess at this point. With these considerations in mind, we set out to search for quality. In our view, issuers whose fundamentals are able to withstand economic and sector headwinds in the next 12 months and we have highlighted eight of them in our latest special interest commentary published on Friday, which captures our thoughts on high-yield bonds. These issuers are sector leaders in their respective industry sectors and geographies, and despite their leverage levels also having increased, their access to financing markets remain good, with manageable credit metrics for their issuer profile levels which are likely to remain stable as we face off COVID-19 and its effects on the markets. Thank you for listening and we wish you a good week ahead. This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.